0: 15 minutes, it is. Uh, we now go into our business wrap, and uh, I'm joined uh, to do this by Chief Investment Officer Markwe Masilela. He's a Chief Investment Officer at Markwe Fund Managers. Markwe, how are you doing, my brother?
1: I'm good, and you're my man, and how are you keeping me? And good afternoon, to, good evening to your
0: listeners. Yeah, man, no, I'm, I'm well, Markwe. I, I mean, I saw you earlier on, and uh, I, I must say, Markwe was there when uh, we were having that run in there with my colleague, uh, Kosi Tom. Uh, with uh, some of the security people who were refusing for us to uh, go and interact with the crowd outside there and uh, to engage uh, with what was happening outside of the uh, Cape Town International uh, Convention Center. But Mark, just before we get into some of these results, what do you make of some of the deliberations at the World Economic Forum today? And uh, I guess, of course, um, many of the other things that happened outside of those plenary rooms and uh, those uh, seminars that uh, had a material bearing on some of the conversations inside.
1: Sure, so, you know, and you know, it's very disturbing. You know, I mean, we tend to make very uh, intelligent deliberations, you know, but the problem is, do we really mean it? And chances are we don't, because we end up not implementing these things. And you get a lot of people who are no longer taking this kind of forum, us, you know, saying this is a very expensive talk shop. And yeah, what was happening outside is very important. That's real, you know. Those are the real issues which are affecting us. I mean, that's happening, I mean, to our daughters, our sisters, younger or older sisters, our mothers. And it cannot forever continue like this. And we just end up having conversations around that. I think now we need some serious action to be taken and as soon as yesterday, because by all means, it's not right that people cannot feel safe. I mean, this is very barbaric, you know. I mean, for people to continue to do stuff like that. But I hope that given what is happening with the world economy, the tension between the U.S. and China, that is a demonstration that the trade is a very important issue, that people should stop, especially Africans, to operate in silos. And yes, it's all fair and good that we can compete where we can compete, but more importantly, we need to start working together. Because it's a very huge market, and it's happening after we've signed that free trade agreement. So we hope that this time around, People have learned not to just have expensive talk shops but mm. to make sure that whatever that has to be agreed upon needs to be implemented and by all means We still have a very long way to go because it's all very good to be theoretical about these other things and people are tired of all that. They just need to see the actions taken
0: well, mm-hmm. I want us to take a look now at uh, you know the announcement of those results of the Discovery Group earlier on today for the year ending 30 June. And, uh, uh, of course, uh, I guess much of uh, some of the new initiatives there, more notably Discovery Bank, uh, putting in some once-off uh, expenditure there that had uh, material bearing on uh, the results that they announced.
1: Yeah, and then if you check that expenditure, they said it amounts to almost 1% of their earnings. And I think their long-term goal is to continue to have spending, but it must be around 10 percent. And I mean, for those spending can increase by almost 114. It does shows you that as much as we're, saying, we're moving to the fourth industrial revolution or we want to get digital banks, they don't come cheap, you know, because if you work at the amount that discovery has spent. And, but I think it was for a good cause. And I think going forward, they should be able to benefit. But it was quite interesting to see that They've got just around 22,000 customers who come to the bank and deposit amounted to only 190 million. That, oh, that the bank with only such little money, 190 million. Unfortunately, I think they made advances, you know, or credit lines of just around 900 million. And also, I mean, for the fact that the insurance company, they in mind that even the market have an implication on their earnings. I don't know why they didn't even mention that because. Whenever they take those premiums every month, they invest those premiums into the market. And the same markets are not doing that well. But going forward, I think they've just spent the right money for the right reasons, and they should be able to benefit in the long term.
0: Mm -hmm. I want us to pause there for a second there and we'll continue taking a look at the results here of Discovery and also take a look at some of the other big news coming out of the marketplace, including that story there about NMT Capital on the other side of this brief spot break. Nine minutes it is now before 8 p.m. We continue with our business wrap and I'm joined on the line by Chief Investment Officer at uh, Markway Fund Managers and that's uh, Markway Masilela. Markway, uh, you know, when we take a look at, uh, I guess, uh, the um, Discovery Group's results here, I'm quite interested in the health business here, Markway, and the impact. Psst, wanna win your share of 20,000 Rand every week? Uh, Markway? Yeah, I don't know. Yes, are you still with us there? Yes, yes, yes. So I'm saying I'm quite interested, I guess, in uh, uh, the... uh, Showing of their health business here in particular, uh, which, uh, of course, uh, is uh, one of their more established businesses. They saw operating profit up by 10% there and uh, uh, continuing, I guess, uh, to uh, flag this issue of the NHI bill as something that might hurt their prospects and uh, also, I guess, uh, were hit by some of the higher than expected mortalities that they saw.
1: And of course, when it comes to life of mortality, it's something that they cannot control.
0: And they mm. said it
1: happens in the first half of their business, you know, of their financial year. And I was trying to work it out because this result is up until the end of June. So your first half you is from last year, June or so. And usually we know that when it's winter, you know, usually that's when naturally you get high mortality rates. So Why I don't understand. But if you work it out, usually that's when it happens. But yeah, it's... Uh, the, the, the life of the NHI, I think they've changed the tone now. They see that we can create more opportunities for them. What they need to do is to try to be more innovative. And, you know, discovery more than if you have to be uh, honest, bonga Discovery, now lately, just have sure that they're no longer paying the rates that doctors are asking. So they've got their own rates. You take it or leave it as a doctor, then patients have to pop up. So I think maybe they can find a way to work with NHI because NHI will be centralized by those services, you know, on behalf of private and uh, and public health services. So Discovery already is used to that kind of a model where they don't pay, you know, whatever the market is asking for; they pay what they think is the right amount. So in a way, if they continue, perhaps to be more innovative as they said that they will. Probably maybe they can come up with a workable solution, but I like the tone that it's no longer that it affects the MHR, They'll try to find ways to work around that. And if you think about it, usually that's what the market wants. Give us the new state of goods. We don't want uncertainty. Then we can work around it. And I think maybe that's what we've discovered. we decided to do that. OK, we ultimately know that it's going to happen. So whether we like it or not, this is the story. So let's find a way.
0: Work around this mm-hmm. Let's take a look now at uh, NMT Capital, and many of our listeners would be uh, familiar with that uh, name because we uh, had an opportunity to speak to uh, one of their co founders, uh, San Saluba, uh, at the time of the Peter Moyo saga uh, at uh, Old Mutual. They, they now, I guess, uh, are sort of uh, uh, looking at the prospect of a potential divestment of uh, uh, Old Mutual from their business. And I understand Old Mutual owns around 20% of uh, yeah. the uh, equity of NMT Capital. And uh, they, they say, you know, they're quite tired of this disruptive and bullying partner that Old Mutual has become. <laughs> I think
1: it's more hate more than anything and it was going to happen. I mean, especially if you check all Mutual's complaints that we were supposed to pay us, we didn't pay us, they supposed to paid you. So, and I also got to a point that it caught the job of one of the founders, which is Peter Moyo. So I think all Mutual as well, they will learn. But you know what, as much as they can see that there are some up-and-coming companies, they should maybe stop being greedy to just want to get involved for all reasons. Because it just shows that the marriage itself was not proper from the, from the what go, you know. Because on mutual, what they've tried to do with their business, I'm not sure if people are aware, they've tried to, themselves, to have kids, you know. Because they realize that to be this one big ship is not working. So you need these clever minds to open small businesses and then they take space in them. So now I think going forward, as much as they still want to pursue that, they will get involved for the right reasons. Because as it says and like you said in my intro, the marriage itself from the word go, it was not a good one at all.
0: Mm, mm. and uh, you know w- w- when you look at this I mean also some of the pressure and the issues that they've uh, seen uh, from uh, the likes of the IDC we, we saw uh, some uh, communication coming out of the IDC in relation to uh, um, uh, the uh, credit that they had extended to uh, NMT Capital uh, it certainly uh, you know comes at a very difficult time for NMT and uh, one would maybe suggest that when it rains it pours on the part of uh, that entity
1: I don't think they'll have issues going forward because someone will be able to step in because it's sounds and the way the little that you know about the company is a proper company but I mean whenever there's a seller there should be a buyer who'll be able to take up those shares or even maybe the current shareholders because I think they should have their right, the first right of refusal. They should mm-hmm. be able to raise money to be able to acquire those shares because and the guys who are involved in it, I mean, I mean they like all the founders, they've been around, they know what they can do. And a simple thing to assure someone they took almost 30 million over their dividend, that tells you that that company, we might call it small, but it's making of money. I mean, mm. to pay some boy who's supposed to be a 20% funder, something around 30 million less dividend, I think that's brilliant. I mean, given the current economy conditions for other companies. Have even stopped paying dividends because they are not doing okay. So, I, my point is, I think they should be able to get a buyer, or they themselves they should be able to refinance to acquire that to percent that Old Mutual will be
0: selling. Mm-hmm. It's certainly, an interesting one there that uh, we're going to continue to follow here uh, because uh, it's uh, clear that there's no end in sight for that particular story. And uh, as uh, many shareholders, I mean, if you are a shareholder here, Mark, where of uh, uh, Old Mutual. Uh, how would you, I guess, suggest this particular matter be resolved? Uh, I mean, it's quite clear we've seen a decimation of shareholder value uh, since this matter started sometime in May. Uh, what would your, I guess, uh, uh, you know, uh, course of action be going forward and uh, in what you would suggest to the management team here?
1: I think we all have to learn that if we stop this issues, we just have to address case by case and just look to the facts because other things could have just easily been solved without the people looking into their ego that, listen, I, unfortunately I Ayabonga is no longer working out, you know, so let's just find an amicable way instead of trying to build up something, because if I build up something, you know, the chances that might prove me that I'm wrong. Somebody said something about the truth, you know, it always comes out, and the fortunate thing about it, they don't even have to remember it. So I'm saying if you're going to make up a story, chances are people will be able to point out, then you end up no one thinks that you're not supposed to know because here you are, you're getting a dirty limit out there. Because if you check the counter allegations that Peter Moy have said about Trevor Manuel, those are not uh, uh, simple things and those are kind of things. i just this could have been avoided by guys having a, guy a one on one that, bro, unfortunately, is no longer working out how to depart mm. in an amicable way. And I think it's not just about all mutual. I think it's all about all of us, you know. Or are in business or are in collective sometimes, have that frank conversation, throw a fault somewhere in the dump, get into a room, and have a frank chat, you know, and then just part with.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's uh, certainly a tough one there for Old Mutual, and uh, uh, I guess uh, many of them sort of putting on a, um, I guess, a, a show of... Um I wouldn't call it a show of force, but uh, really, I guess, trying to uh, win the PR battle over the last day or so, even there at uh, the World Economic Forum. But uh, let's take a look, uh, uh, Mark, just as we wrap up at uh, some of the developments happening uh, in Nigeria and in Zambia as well. We saw MTN Multi-Choice and shop uh, ShopRite, of course, shutting some of their stores in Nigeria. And uh, I recently saw a video of also protests and uh, protests at a pick and pay all the way out in Zambia. I'm not sure if it was in Lusaka, uh, but uh, someone taking a video there of uh, uh, protests uh, targeted at a uh, uh, retailer pick and pay.
1: Yeah, I think it's Lusaka, Tabombeki Drive, you know, in Zambia. Mm. Uh, uh, you know, uh, Ironically, like yeah. As, as, as an example, ShopRite doesn't make lots of money outside South Africa compared to the likes of MTN, where Nigeria is their biggest market. So definitely that doesn't bode well for their industry from someone to continue. The likes as well of, 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 of multi-choice. Multi-choice, they know that their market will the saturated. The only way for them to grow is to tap into Africa. So now they have it's to their best interest to see that this whole thing is sorted out. And all People buy your services or stuff like that or businesses you know because the, their attitude towards you is kind of important. So already we are starting to have this negative attitude towards adoption companies. And you ask yourself that this whole thing as well, you have to go to the rules of it because now it seems that it's only the part which is wrong with those who are taking other people. Who also have to address why they are taking. Taking is not a good thing. But if we really want to stop out of this let's get to the rules why is it happening the people just wake up in the morning and say we not we don't want you gonna attack you you know and i think we should just stop paying lip service to the whole thing and it's embarrassing we've just signed the free trade agreement it's embarrassing we've got the world economic forum in africa the intentions of all those things is to start doing business together and tap into this huge market but now if we start fighting among ourselves then what are we doing it means we're still opening up to those other people from other continents to come and Benefit from Africa as a whole. So, yes, it needs to stop. It's not good for any one of us, but I think we need a lasting solution by getting to the root of the cost.
0: Okay. We'll have to leave it there, Markway. Always a pleasure, my brother, catching up with you. And uh, until you and I speak again, that there was uh, the Chief Investment Officer at uh, Markwe Fund Managers, uh, Markwe Masilela, speaking to us as part of our business wrap on this Wednesday.